And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100%. And on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy. All right, I don't know if you're all feeling it, but I know my man, the punk, is feeling it. It's almost here. We are almost back to having fights in the year 2022. Something for us to really talk about. There's all kinds of things that are going on behind the scenes. We're going to get into one of our last shows that has that, and then we're going to also talk about the UFC that's coming up with Calvin Cater versus Giga Chikadze. My God, what a great start to the 2022 year. My man. How you feeling? You're actually looking good now. You're back. I am back. I am back. You know, all the behind the scenes stuff, like me smashing on podcast Dave, those type of things. I mean, I miss those days. I wish he was still here in the office so I could give him a throw him a beating every once in a while. Throw a burrito at him. <laughs> throw a burrito at him. Oh man. I kind of miss having him here in the office though. You know, it's been it's it's kind of sad, John. It really is. You know, but uh, but overall, look, I am pumped for this fight with Cater and uh, Giga. I think that fight right there is going to be probably it, it sucks. I'm glad that it's early, but it sucks that it's so early. You want to know why? Because as the fights go on throughout the year, this is one of those fights that we're going to forget that it was so good. And we're going to think it was like the, you know, in 2021. So when it comes time for to vote for the fight of the year, at the end of the year, everyone's like, oh, remember Calvin Cater and Giga? That was, oh, that was this year? Oh, Look wow. at the prognostication yeah. in you coming yeah, no. up with it. It's going to be a great fight already before gonna, it happens. I think it's going to be a great fight. So do I. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, I think it's going to be a great fight. Um but yeah, I think uh, I, I'm excited for that fight. You got the heavyweights coming to it, coming about also too mm. with uh, Gone and Nganu. That's kind of it doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Gone and Nganu. It's like it's kind of hard to say, but maybe it's just me. Cyril and, versus Francis. There you go. I, nice that'll work. Cyril versus Francis. Cyril yeah, versus people are giving me a hard time because I say cereal like is in the cereal that you eat. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's, it's close. Yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so there's that. And then, honestly, Bellator, their very first card is a, is a pretty stacked card in, up into the prelims as well. But I'm pretty pumped for that as well. So there's a lot to talk about. I think we're going to have some fun. Podcast Dave. You yes. hear me, buddy? You hear me? How you I been? Hear you. We haven't uh, talked to you in a long time. How you doing? You know I mean, why we haven't talked to him in a long time? Because I don't like him when he talks normally. <laughs> <but> <laughs> no, I got so much flack in the comment section. People thought I was being so mean to him last week. And I was oh. like, oh, I love me some podcast, Dave. If I didn't love him, he wouldn't be here. <laughs> but I love Ooh. me some podcast, Dave. Uh, what's up, buddy? How was your holiday? We didn't even ask you. How was your holiday? <laughs> My holiday was fine. Uh, yeah, that's it. Right there. That's <laughs> the reason we don't talk that's to you. It. That's yeah, the worst <laughs> goddamn answer. To My holiday was fine. <laughs> Give me, some, give me some love, bro. Tell me what uh, you got. How was it? I, How did what did Lincoln get? Uh, what did Lincoln get? He got a bunch of car like track sets. He likes all that stuff. Uh, okay, but you know, want to you hear something crazy? So <clears throat> I went for a run yesterday. Um, I posted this on my IG as well, so you can see it there. But uh, I went for a run yesterday, and I took Lincoln in the stroller because uh, Tanya was taking the baby out. Because you so needed something was, to lean on. <laughs> to hold yourself that, up. that too that too so i jogged up to the track at the at the school um with the stroller and then i put lincoln in the stands um and and so i was doing some laps and then on my i did my first lap and then I, and when i came around on my second lap he was like he was like daddy i run too so i was like are oh, you want to run so I was like, come on then, let's run. And so I got him on the track and that yes. kid ran an entire quarter mile around the track without right stopping. 
Uh, it was so freaking wild. There was another family there, and they're like, "Dude, you have a three-year-old that's running around the track like nonstop." It was just, it was so wild, man. They were, they were impressed. I was impressed, and then he content, <laughs> and then he sat there for the remaining time, and he just yeah. cheered me on. He was like, "Daddy, go, daddy!" It was so crazy, man. <laughs> I could hear him from the other side of the track. Oh, that kid's gonna be an athlete. See, that's that. what I tell, I tell everybody, man. Like the part about having a kid is, man, you're a rock star. When yeah. you come home from work or anything like that, you know, and your kids come around, that's that's the feeling of being a rock star, man, because your kids love seeing you, and it's just awesome. You can't get it anywhere else, and you will be so sad when it's gone. And trust me, it will go. <laughs> yeah. the, what's crazy, man, is that he's over here cheering you on, but, man, Dave's like Mr. Negative Nancy. He's like to everybody. He's <laughs> like the opposite. Oh, no, I love it. There's a difference between negative and realistic. Oh, hold on, hold on. We're getting a realistic talking from the guy that watches the WWE relentlessly. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It thinks it's real. I know. Hey, hey, Josh, next year you and I are going to go in and we're going to buy a present for Lincoln for Christmas, okay? But there are certain requirements because this is what I do with my son and all my kids with their kid, my grandkids, is it must be either – an incredibly hard thing to put together so dave has to spend <laughs> hours and hours putting it together because i just did that to my son with my youngest granddaughter uh, bought her this kitchen set that had all he goes it took me six freaking hours to put that yeah. thing together <laughs> yeah either that or it's got to have noise drum set i bought my i bought my uh my grandson a, an electric guitar with it with, with an amp <laughs> oh, <laughs> come man. on that's the best a that's called payback set. Oh I'll send, man! I'll send you the link when I put it on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I'm, I'm going to send a picture to Lincoln. Say, Lincoln, this is this is your present from Uncle Josh and John. Make sure your daddy puts it together for you. <laughs> oh man! I just sold my truck. Did I tell you guys I sold my truck? Yeah, you, you, uh, said John, you sold it. I just sold my truck, and then I went and bought myself a mountain bike, and I need a fucking truck now. <laughs> Put it well, in my okay, what what did I tell you? What did I tell you when you went and sold your truck? I said, I it'll like, take oh, one shit. week for you to say, yeah. man, I need a truck. Fuck, I needed a truck. I know I went mountain biking and the bike got so fucking dirty because the trails are a little sloppy. You don't want to put it inside your Denali? I was like, I don't want to put it in my Denali. (laughs) Fucking, I laid down a blanket, put it. I was like, finally, I told my buddy who was there, he had a bike rack. And so I was like, hey, can you just follow me to my house? Let me put it on your bike rack and follow me to the house, (laughs) drop it off. He's like, yeah. Oh, fuck. I felt so bad. I was like, shit, this is not going to be a while. I'm going to have to get a truck again. (laughs) Yeah, I told you don't sell it. I might I might do what Elaine did though. I might end up going with a um with a the Jeep the Jeep truck. Gladiator? Something like that. Yeah, I might do something like that. They have the uh, I'm not really I wanted to probably go with the Bronco, but I'm not in love with the new look of the new one. I like I love I like the two door. But you just don't see a lot of them. Yeah, there's that, but then also too um they have the new Hummer with that has a truck bed also. It's the it's an electric Hummer. Yeah. I'm just not I don't know yet on that either. I'll have to take a look at it. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, all right. Well, hey, let's let's uh, let's get let's this show go. started. But you guys first. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel as well as all of our audio platforms. Our biggest platforms are Spotify, which that seems to be taking off. Everyone's been listening to us in the car on the way on Spotify as well as iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, but it's iTunes and Spotify are our two biggest listeners, our two biggest platforms, I should say. People listen to us on. So please go there. Hit the subscribe button there as well so you can listen to us at any time, anywhere. 
We want to thank you guys for supporting our show. Also, go to our waiting extras and hit the subscribe button there, which that show is actually taken off now because we have our Wayne Interjection uh, show that is on there. It's only available on there. And everyone seems to really love it. It's a short show between 8 to 12 minutes long. It's usually more on the 12-minute long side. But uh, we have some fun on that show. There's a lot of goofing around and, you know, and, uh, jerking off. <laughs> you you, <laughs> you talking about though. what you're doing. I'm not doing yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We have some fun. What do you got there for us, Podcast Dave? I was just going to say, if you guys didn't see the Who the Fook game that we played oh, on the last dude. wing interjection, it was hilarious. The we were guys- horrible. <laughs> I mean, we were absolutely trash. We could. I think we got the first and the last one. That was yeah. <laughs> Somebody thought. Someone goes. Someone goes. Man, it's so embarrassing that people that work in the industry don't know these these tattoos. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. I'm not checking out their tattoos. I'm checking out their combinations and their technique. Buddy. I know. And that's well. It, it is funny because you you see, and as soon as you see it, yeah. you go, oh. But yeah. It's, it, like I said, it's the bad tattoos that you will recognize most yeah, of the time. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. If like something's a, really good and really unusual, you'll recognize that, or really bad, you will definitely remember that. Yeah, like that the one. Johnny Cash on Alan Oh, Belcher's. I love Alan Belcher's. Man, he's <laughs> taking nothing but heat for that thing for oh, years. Oh, man. Other Brock Lesnar knife cock. Oh, yeah, the knife cock. That dude's a giant old fucking dick sword on your chest. Uh, how <laughs> crazy is that? That when you lay down to get that on your chest, what was you? What were you thinking? Well, hold on. You, you, it's not what you... Because, you know, he draws it on. Well, he, you know, he puts a, the stencil and he... And you look at it and you go, yeah. And then you never know what he's going to end up doing with the real ink. It could have been almost completely different. It, it looks exactly it like a dick. Good. It looks exactly <laughs> it like look a good. cock. <laughs> oh my gosh i mean I, I i think the same thing about the people that get face tats i'm like what are you doing oh yeah you know like you're just automatically going too far yeah you you've said to yourself i never want to fit into society ever with yeah. a fucking tattoo on your face yep. you know i mean i see these kids that are like 19 and 20 21 22 that have like five or six tattoos on their face oh yeah i tell and i, I tell like, everyone man, like get all the tattoos you want keep them off of your hands keep them off of your neck off of your face be in the position where, as a professional, you can cover it up. No one knows. Yeah. And then have all you want. Yep. Yeah, I don't mind the ones that gonna kind of go into the back of your hand a tiny bit. I think it kind of adds a little character, you know, when you're wearing a suit. If you're wearing, like, a nice suit and all of a sudden you can see a little bit of the tattoo come to the back of the hand, kind of looks cool a little bit. You know, like, they, they know you're a thug underneath that suit. <laughs> you know, that's the problem. <laughs> like that. There will be guys that think you're a, just a freaking thug. Yeah. That doesn't like, mean you are, but that's the, yep, the thought process some people true. have. Very true. But I, I think it adds a little style to it as well. Or yeah. the, the one that kind of comes up a little bit on the on the side of the neck. Uh, Brad Pitt had one like that, I think, on, uh, what was that, Ocean's 11 or 12? I don't know what it was. On Ocean's, the Ocean shows, the movies. He had a tattoo that ran up his neck a little bit in the movie. And uh, it looked pretty cool. I think because he, he, he was always rocking a nice suit, you know, in that, in that movie. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, I think you like are, it, some Brad people that yeah, Brad, people that wear suits, right? It's okay to have tats. Okay, I'm, I'm like no, but like I agree with you not to have it like up to your yeah. chin, you know, and then into your face. I mean, these guys are having like the football oh, eye things, and then over the eyebrow, and then teardrops, and uh, anyways, that guy, that guy, t- what Takashi six nine? He's got a six nine on his forehead or some shit. I'm got like, it on his cheek, I think. Oh, so whatever, man. Crazy. I, 
I can't even listen to him talk. It drives me absolutely crazy. <laughs> I want to fucking strangle him. I'd rather listen to I'd rather listen to Podcast Dave like all day, every day. <laughs> Put me in a cell with Podcast Dave and just fucking play his voice over and over and over. And I'd, I'd much rather have that than him. Well, there's a difference there, and it's and it's talent. And that's the difference. Oh <laughs> wow, you're patting yourself on the back there a little bit, buddy. <laughs> oh. all right, well, let, let me give you guys this first story. Let's go. Um, all right. So the first story is. Um, Max Holloway is out. So actually, I they, know they, they announced this fight. They announced and, the fight and, like three days later, and before they could even put a poster out, Max Holloway is injured. And... Well, that that was Max saving them money. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so the uh, the report is that he reaggravated a, a an injury that you know was already there, um, and so now that he's out of the fight, um, you know everybody's throwing her name in the hat, and one of those people is Henry Cejudo. Who tweeted out, "Hey Dana White, give me a shot at Alex. I would never cancel. I'm Mexican, and we don't pull out of anything." Um, <laughs> and then he we don't pull out of anything. That's why he's got a baby now. <laughs> and then he followed up and said, "Dana White, we need a UFC champ from the UFC. I'm your best chance. I'll put Alex to sleep faster than Joe Biden." Um, <laughs> and, but also, um, the other report is that Korean Zombie is uh, the front runner for this, and I've seen people like Josh Emmett and others put their name out there for yeah. the title shot as well. I've seen a lot of people, Yair Rodriguez, Josh Emmett. They're all yeah. they're all vying for that spot. But if you're going to be honest and say who's the person, I don't know what's going on with Henry and uh, and the UFC as far as look, he retired, and it, we've all said that he's going to come back. We believe that he's going to be back. It's a money issue or something like that, but you know he's been out for a while, and the longer that he's out, it's not easy to come back. But he has been oh, training. I know. I know. I, know. <laughs> I watched. <laughs> oh, man. but uh, you know he's been training and stuff. But there's a difference between that speed factor when it's real, and Volkanovski. There's no the one thing that you know about Volkanovski. Look, he can be beat. Any man or woman can be beat on a given day, but. Volkanovski is definitely not going to make it easy, and you're going to have to beat him because that is a stone-cold killer. He is just tough as hell. But Henry's the guy, you talk about skills, the one thing that matches up well, a lot of guys are a lot bigger than Henry when it gets into that, you know, going up in weight into the bantamweights and then featherweights. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, Henry will be the shorter guy by a little bit, but he's not smaller than Volkanovski, really. He's shorter, but he'd actually match up pretty well because Volkanovski doesn't have a big reach. He doesn't have those kind of advantages. He's usually the guy that has a disadvantage. He just you know makes it happen, and so that's a, it's a good it's a good fight. And the skill level and the wrestling that Henry brings, and his stand up that is now good, and the way he delivers things, it's a great fight. I've been saying this for the longest time. This is the only fucking fight I want to see Henry fight. This is it. I want to see Henry come in and try and get the triple C, the real triple C. You know, I know he's got the Olympic gold medal, but I want to see him get all him for him to be the first. Can't tell me he wouldn't be considered the best. Quad C. Yeah, it'd be quad C. We call it quad C now. Dave likes to chime in on quad C stuff sometimes. <laughs> but um, I, just, I think I think that this would be the fight to make. Now, I love I, I love Korean Zombie. I think Yair has a, a valid case, even though he's coming off of a loss. He's got a valid case. No, he doesn't. He's coming off I a mean, loss. That's a problem. But I understand that. But he's. It was a pretty damn good fight. It was a great max. It was a great fight. You know, and and I think stylistically he does pose a threat to to Volkanovski with those kicks, the style of which he does it. 
I mean, and I'm not, and you guys all know, I'm not a Yair Rodriguez fan at all. I mean, I'm a fan of him in terms of the way he fights. I love yeah. the way he fights. But I was, uh, the I was, the other stuff, I just don't like the way he handled Like, you know, he was very crude in the way he have said, like, hey, uh, to, to try and put his, his name in the hat for this fight on Twitter. Like, I don't know. It seems like it's just fake. It's I don't I don't really care for it, but his style of fighting I think would pose some serious threats. Now, in saying that, what Volk's manager and Volk they both have kind of come out and said that you know that it seems like Korean is because Volkanovski is the only one that's commented, or he's only commented on Korean on zombies. Korean zombie, yeah, yeah, on Korean zombies. So I'm assuming that that's probably the one that he's looking to fight. And if, if once the fighters that once the champ says you know pretty much this is who I want, it seems like the UFC is gonna. Give him a little bit of a uh, give him a little bit of love and probably give him that fight. Yeah, it would make sense. I mean, what what Korean's all, is he coming off of a win? Yeah. Okay, so he's yeah. coming off of a win. Who did he beat? Because he last... had, he didn't. Yeah, who did he beat last? Because before that, he had lost to. Um, yeah, he lost Yair, to. Correct. No, he lost to Ortega. Dan Ige. Oh, da- yeah, Ortega. He beat yeah. Dan Ige. Gotcha. So Dan Ige. So, I mean, that's a. He's coming off of a that's win, a good but win. I mean, that's a yeah. good win. Should be, it should it would be a good fight. I think um, he's he's a lot bigger than than Volk, but Volk has proven that Brian Ortega was bigger than him too, you know. Um, and that didn't make a difference. Everyone's so, bigger than him. But I just think the wrestling of Henry Cejudo is a makes game a big changer. difference. The speed of Henry Cejudo will also be a bit of, will be a difference too. Yep. So the speed and the takedown and the ability to scramble that's going to favor, uh, you know, uh, Henry Cejudo. And Volk, Volk is usually the guy that is the smaller guy with a little bit more speed and a little bit more of the scramble and the transitions, uh, right. which he's not going to have against Henry. But Henry, like when Henry fought Marlon Moraes, Moraes slowed down and got tired. Volkanovski's not going to do that. Nope. So he's going to have to go hard the whole time. Yeah. And he's going up in a weight class. Marlon Moraes is a big guy. Marlon Moraes is bigger than probably Volkanovski when you put them side by side. Yeah. You know, and why I think in walk around probably there he's bigger. So I think Henry can deal with that. I think Henry knows how to deal with it. So we'll see. If they give it to him, I doubt they will, but I, I would love to see that fight. That's the only fight I want to see Henry come back for. Maybe Peter Yan. Mater. <laughs> Maybe Peter. Peter. <laughs> I don't know if it's, it's Peter Yan. Eh, whatever it is. But yeah, I, I agree I mean, with you. I think the big difference is it would take one of the aspects that makes uh, Volkanovski very dangerous. Is he does have good takedowns and he does put people on the ground and he does do good work on the ground when he's there. He's gonna have a hard time taking Henry Cejudo down, and if he does get him down, I don't see him keeping him down. Yeah, uh, Henry's too good at, at, at that aspect of the game. His scrambling ability is just incredible, and uh, it would be fun. But uh, look, I still. I would have to say, going into it, you got to make Volkanovski the favorite in the fight. Have yeah. to. Oh, for sure. I mean, because of the time off. Not just not, even if he didn't have the time off. All of it. I would, yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah, and I, that pains me to say. I know. I would agree with you. <laughs> but uh, who else in that, Dave, can you go back to the, the rankings, please? Who else in there could potentially, outside of these guys? Well, welcome to 2022. We want to thank mybookie.ag. For supporting us through all of 2021 and now rolling into 2022. Big John and I have been supported by them and they've been supporting a lot of people out there by making them money. And the way you make money with them is you go to their site at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code WayneIn. They give you a little extra spending cash with a QR code that's right there. And that QR code will take you, give you that extra cash. 
And if your first initial deposit can go up to $1,000, they give you a significant amount of money for that very first bet. And I'm telling you right now, you guys will not be disappointed if you guys use us and our advice. We will help make you guys a lot of money. I'm just letting you know because we've been pretty good, John. We've been on a roll lately in helping people make money. When you go back and watch some of the fights that we've predicted, people have come back and been very happy. Read our comment sections in the mybookie.ag area there and use the promo code Wayne in. Okay, with all the stuff coming up, you've got the pro foot, uh, you got the NFL football uh, playoffs coming up. You got the NBA playoffs coming up as well. There's a lot of good things that are all coming around NHL hockey, but the fights for sure is our world. Boxing is going to have a big year this year, I believe. And I think that we're going to help you guys with that as well. So with all the stuff coming up, Go to mybookie.ag, use that promo code Wayne in so we can help you make a little extra cash. Well, since you, the only, <laughs> I was looking at it, and the only one that you could look and say out of those guys, because you can't, you, obviously, Brian Ortega is not going to be in that mix, is you could put the guy that gets no respect, but people don't even bring up, don't even think Allen. about it. Arnold Allen, who's Arnold good. Allen. He's a stud. That guy is a solid fighter everywhere and i think he would he would match up well with volkanovsky he really would yeah but, John, but he's the one that hasn't said anything on social media, i know so he guess and, what closed mouths don't get fed my exa- friend dude squeaky wheel man exactly what you're saying it's yeah. it's part of his personality it's who he is he's not that talker he's not that guy that boasts some bitch can fight though yeah yeah i'm interested to see where he goes because he's the only one that I, I mean i've been looking through this a little bit and he's the only one that I haven't seen say anything that's in that top ranking. Josh nope. Emmett says something. I think Cater's going to wait until he gets a win. Then probably. Well, Cater's got to go happen. through Giga. Yeah, that Giga doesn't matter. Yeah. That, so, but I'm saying a, the winner of I think a couple the winner days of Giga, away. and yeah, I think the winner of Giga and Cater's probably going to try to throw their name in there unless sure. the match has already unless the match has already been done. I'll tell you what, it could be that you know, uh, I'm not too sure if they would they're going to throw Cater in there uh, if no. he gets the win, but. I could see them throwing Giga in there if he got the win. Interesting. I think Yair and 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 him would be a great fight. What are you doing? You can't get Sorry. all fucking yawny about talking about Sorry. this. Is incredible. No, no, no. It's oh. it's early for me. It's early for me. Uh, I haven't I had my it. full dose of coffee yet, you guys. <laughs> I full dose all the time. Yair, the only my only thing was it's very difficult to put a guy into a championship fight coming off of a loss unless it was a loss in a championship fight and it's a it's a rematch because yeah. he was the champion it's just tough and it's not that it can't be done i just don't see it really happening yep yeah and the, and the issues that they've had with him and yeah. stuff and you know he hasn't been the easiest to deal with and work with so i think that they're also like now we're gonna give this guy a title shot and now yeah. we have more problems if he does win <laughs> Oof. Oof, not a good thing um all right what's next what else you got for us there dave um, so next story is Derek Lewis and Tai Chivasa being announced um, as an official fight. Fun fight. John, don't say gatekeeper, okay? You get, you'll get murdered. <laughs> get murdered in promise. You get negative Nancy over here. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, this is a fun, fun fight. This is. That being said, Derek Lewis all day. Derek the, Lewis all day. It, you know, the, here's the difference. Ty. Tuyavasa has actually got a pace. He brings pressure. Now, you, you've seen him get hit and respond. Yeah, I know what you're saying. 
Mm-hmm. But he, he has been hit, and he responds. He can definitely be put out just like anybody in that weight class can be put out. Derek can be put out. But just the way they, they approach the fight, what Ty's got to be careful of is those moments of explosion that Derek Lewis has. And or he has got to be sure that he does not find his ass on the fucking mat with Derek Lewis on top of him because he ain't going to get up, and he's just going to take massive damage down there. But this is, you know, I hate saying those. It's not going to go to the judges. It could, but this is one of those ones you go, man, this thing's going to be explosive at moments. They're going to both feel each other, and it's going to be, ooh, that guy, he's got power, and they're going to just at moments explode, and it's it should be just fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, we're going to see what we saw probably against Dacus with Derek Lewis. He's going to just kind of figure out two of Asa in the first two and a half, three minutes. Yep. And then he's going to be like, you can't hurt me. That's enough. And then he's going to walk right up to him and just blitz him for about a minute. And then he's going to suck wind and run for the next 30 seconds until he gets the whole minute off, rest, break, whatever it is between rounds. That's Derek Lewis's MO, and he follows it to a T. But the problem is not many people get past that initial or the second one. The second initial explosion. It's hard to get past the first one. Yeah, when he's more fresh, yeah. But it's it's uh it's gonna be I like I agree with you, John. It's gonna be a fun fight. Like oh, to me, I think the lead up, Derek Lewis, the way he does his media is fun. I think two of us same shit. He the way he does his media, he's exciting as hell. I just the way I'm I'm excited about all aspects of this fight. The media lead up, the conversation back and forth, the way when they get in there. I just want to hear Derek Lewis guys. talking about the shoey. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine him talking. No one's going to spit in my shoe and I'm going to oh. drink it. What are, you, are you crazy? Fuck no. Gosh, that's fucking gross. I just fucking threw up in my mouth listening to you say that. That's so gross. John, can you imagine? Can you imagine if I spit in your shoe and said, okay, go ahead or drink it? Yeah, no. There's just no happen. fucking way. Never, nope. never. Not with COVID. <laughs> I don't care if there's COVID or not. I ain't doing it. Oh, shit. You wouldn't do it if there wasn't COVID? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, John. I thought we were boys. Come That's on. Yeah, I have to it. be a good-looking lady that's spitting in that shoe, man. Oh, man. All right. Uh, what else you got for us, Dave? All right. Let's hop into this next one. <clears throat> so in the spirit of talking about fights, uh, Cub Swanson called out Uriah Faber, and then Uriah Faber responded and said he'd be totally down, and they could make it a King of Cali fight, so a mm-hmm. potential for another belt. Like NorCal versus SoCal, baby. John, I think Uriah shouldn't have said that because everyone relates him to California and him being kind of the guy for California. California I mean, kid, man. Yeah. I mean, now you just gave up your namesake if you lose to him. Like, that's what you had going for you, buddy. Um, I think it's a tough fight for Uriah as well because Cubs too. been active and Cubs, you know, he's coming off of a good win. But he's been active. He's, you know, and Uriah's living the living the family life right now. And then for him, like we've talked about, and there's video proof on on my Instagram right now that it's it's painful to watch and hit mitts after you have not done it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I went and hit mitts the other day, Dave. I swear, I was like, I I did a bag workout with uh, my buddy Rich Chow, which I think both of you guys know, and I did a work bag workout at this gym. My hands were hurting like. Two, I would say probably 10 minutes in hitting the bag and then I hit mitts afterwards for I don't know you know 15 10, 10 15 minutes my hands were so sore 
yesterday I couldn't even like close up my right hand. I couldn't even close it to grab my cup of coffee. And so I'm thinking like Uriah, he's sure he's probably, I know he still trains. He owns a gym. So he's still in his gym all the time. It's there's going to be some pains going into that. And now you're fighting someone who's an active fighter, like with Henry fighting Volkanovsky. There's a lot of things that you got to go back through and get your body used to. You don't just jump back into it and think your body can take that type of damage. It takes years to build up the callous, that, that calloused up body to, you know, that can go out there and take shots. And even when you're delivering the shots, that shit hurt. Like I was, I was working that bag. I was like, "Yeah, bag, take that bitch." And but then at the end, I was the one that was the bitch. I was like, "Damn, this shit hurts." Like <laughs> it, it was painful. I mean, I got done hitting the mitts, man. It was horrible, John. My hand, my right hand, still like you can tell, it's a little bit swollen. Look at that. Look at that. Can you hey, see that? You turned candy. I've been there I for am, a while. Man. I'm a candy ass. I had to use some slang that, that podcast Dave would know from The Rock. Uh, I'm a candy ass. You bring your candy <laughs> ass. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. I, I should have watched. I wish I would have watched the WWE back when he was around because he was fun. Uh, Seems like. Okay. So the, the one thing that I, I like that Cub Swanson brought in, he says, we'll, we'll call it a Legends of WEC fights or something like True. that. I kind of like that. That's good. I like that. That was yeah, good. It's, it's perfect. I, I actually like the matchup. I think it's a good matchup. I think it's fun. I think it is, you know, NorCal versus SoCal with uh, Cub. <sighs> but I do agree with you, and it was the one thing I thought is, not that your eye can't win. He can win the fight. Yeah, he can. But if he loses it, it kind of takes away that whole California kid thing. It, it throws yeah. it into Cub Swanson's lap, and he, he yeah. it's like he stole it from him. And I'm not sure that that's the best thing for your eye, but. I don't think Uriah really cares. I think Uriah has fun. He's he's done very well for himself in the fighting game. He's he's a good businessman outside of it, outside of the gym business and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the only reason he's really fighting now is for for fun and for moments that excite him. I yep. actually think this is a fight you kind of get excited about. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you, my man. I think so too. I think it, I think it'd be a good fight for him. His last fight was what uh, against Piotr Jan. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not. Good. Yeah, I mean that was a tough fight for him. But oh, we need come on going into that. Yeah. We said that is not a good fight for him. Yep, yep. It's tough. But I think him and Cub being both a little bit older in age, and I think it'd be you know I think it'd be a fun fight. It's a nostalgia fight, I think, for for old people like you and I, John. Boy, it's definitely one of those. One of the things that people don't remember is you know when Uriah. When Uriah was younger, he was the best featherweight on the planet for a while. All right? He yeah. was. You know, you take a look at everyone at that time. He was the guy, you know, and uh, you can't be the guy forever. It, it's going to change, and, you know, age changes everything and stuff. And so you look for those fights that, you know, can still motivate you and things like that. And I actually look and think that this is that fight where you could see Uriah saying, yeah, I'll do it again. With Cub, that'd yeah. be a good one. Because once you hit, I, look, for me, um, at 36, 37 years old, it started being about who motivated me. Yeah. You know, it was like, it actually even like probably when I was like 32, 33, I was like, look, if the person doesn't motivate me, I don't really want to fight him. And it showed in some of my fights. Yeah. It started showing. I was like, yeah, this is one of those fights. It just didn't. I really didn't. Not that I didn't care. You care. You're just. It's not. You knew you weren't going to give your best performance. You knew you like the train. Your training camp wasn't the best. It was like a eh, lackluster. Oh, I'm going to miss cardio tonight, or oh, I'm going to do this, and you know, like they're just people just didn't motivate you. Certain yeah. people, 
you know, uh, but if he's going to come back, I mean, like, that's why when he fought Peter Yan, that was probably because he motivated Peter Yan, motivated him. Like, okay, people are all talking about this guy. Well, if he doesn't, come in here you got and a try problem. And him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Cub Swanson, same thing, you know, like they have the history of the WC. Then, and of course, you know, now Cub, Cub's coming off of a big win, you know, and to be perfect opportunity for Uriah and it motivates him. Yeah. To get yeah. him back in the gym. Um, Regardless, look, there's there's certain nostalgia fights that I really want to see. I want to see Frankie Edgar and Dominic Cruz. That's the fight I want to see. Everyone keeps talking about Aldo and Dom. I don't want to see that fight. I, I think Why? Aldo beats, I, I think do. Aldo beats him. I think Aldo beats him, and I think he beats him easily. Okay. That's what I think. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> no. I don't want to see that. I want to see Frankie and, and Dom because the two of them makes for a very good fight in terms of the striking, the speed. The, both of them have slowed down. Both of them um, can wrestle, and both of them, like... You cannot just, compare Dominic Cruz's wrestling to Frankie Edgar's. You cannot. I understand okay. that. But Frankie has slowed down, you know, I, and so... I, I admit think, that, uh, but so is Dom, and and, yeah. and, and now I, I say that he has slowed down, but he's still fast. No, yeah. You know, it's so... But compared to what, when he was, you know, the king, he was really fast, and he had yeah. really just... His movement was very much like a, a Horiguchi fast. You know, he was in and out before you could do something with it, and that's what made him as special as he is. And so now he's getting touched a lot more, and that's why you've seen him getting knocked down. But he's yeah, you know, he's able to recover. But I think yeah, he never had the power of Horiguchi. No, no, never had the big power, volume. Huh. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like the fact that, that he put up his namesake on the California King thing. But I think overall, it would be a fun fight to see a nostalgia fight for us. Yeah. Uh, next, Dave. All right. Um, continuing the conversation around fights, um, the UFC has announced three other matchups. Um, starting with uh, Matt Brown, and Matt Brown's going to take on Brian Barberina. Great fight. Bobby Green's going to take on uh, Nazra Hakparast. Huskparast. And Ariane Lipsky's going to take on JJ Aldridge. Yeah, the Bobby Green. I'm I'm favorable to Bobby Green because I like Bobby Green a lot. Um, we fought. Uh, he's got a win over me. He's a phenomenal fighter. He's very talented. Uh, he's still doing it at a high level, you know. And he like he had a resurgence. Oh, yeah. you know, he was twenty twenty was his year. Of, yeah, he came back. Twenty COVID helped him a lot because he was an active sob. Oh yes, he was. <laughs> he was super active, but uh, he's fun, man. He's he's a good person. Great person, you know. And he's a great person, yeah. And he's just, I, I think that's that's a good fight. So him and uh, Nasrat would be. Yeah, the, that'll be the, fun. The thing about Hawkcross is got a lot of power in his hands, and he's he's active, and he's going to go after him. But Bobby's got that weird style, and he keeps his hands low. He can be touched, and he can be hurt, mm -hmm. but he's also very difficult to reach at times. So it'll be an interesting matchup. I actually like the the style, you know, variance in it, and see what's going to happen with it. It should be he he's the only guy ever in MMA that I've actually seen get away with the rolling shoulder. Yep. You know that Floyd Mayweather rolling shoulder. He doesn't. Well, he doesn't, so he doesn't even Floyd Mayweather. It's not like you know. He doesn't even keep one hand up. He's got yeah. them both down and going. So yeah, that's crazy. It's, I'm surprised that he gets. Uh, he's st still able to get away with it. I mean, he's a stud. Speed. But let's talk about the uh, Barbarina and Matt Brown fight. Man, you talk about a junkyard dog fight. This is it. I love Brian Barbarina. Bar Brian Barbarina has been in some of the great fights in the UFC. People don't, you know, they don't bring up his name, but he's had some wars. He's won some of them. He's lost some of them, but the guy 
is a gamer that comes to fight. What everyone knows that Matt Brown is the same thing. You know, the, the guy is somehow immortal in the fact that man, he just keeps on trucking and he just brings the pressure. These guys are going to meet. I, I I do think that Brown will be backing Brian Barberena up. He backs everyone up. It seems like you know for the most part, especially in the beginning of the fights, but. Brown is just tough as hell, and he throws huge elbows, man. The way that he's able to get inside and and slice guys up with elbows and the shots that he throws, he attacks the body well. Barbarina is that guy that, you know, go back and watch his Vicente Luque fight. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, what a fucking battle. Back and forth, and you know how good Vicente Luque is. And that was... All the way to the end, right at the end of the fight, Vicente Luque was able to get rid of Brian Barberena. But, man, it was unbelievable. I think this is going to be that kind of fight. I think it's going to be that competitive and, honestly, that damaging for both guys. Yeah, Matt Brown is one of those, like, he's just a dog. And Barberena is the same way, just a dog. <clears throat> the two of them are going to come in. Will Matt Brown's age play that much of a factor? That's it might. Yeah, well, it you're might. always waiting for it, too. Mm -hmm. But he seems to be able to just keep keep it going, man. The guy is a stud. Yeah, I mean, he can he can take, he can can take still take shots. He still delivers some nasty, nasty shots himself. Oh. You know, not just on the feet, but when he gets on top, his elbows are just, just nasty. I mean, he's a dog, man. I mean, he's one of those guys that, and I like the way he carries himself. Always like the way he carries himself. He's very, I guess, stoic. I guess you would say he just keeps he's to him. Um, he's a solid guy all the way around. So I think um, this is going to definitely be one of those fights to be fight of the night type situation. Maybe this is one of the one, when the UFC announces a fight like this, you go, okay. Yeah. The matchmakers are getting it right. They're seeing things the way that you know what. That's one that you've got to see. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Next. Um, <clears throat> G.J. Aldridge and Ariane uh, Ariane Lipsky. Yeah. Should be a good fight. J.J. has been doing... J.J. has been looking better and better. You know, she she always, she always came in MMA with a you know very... Uh, pretty sharp stand-up. Not the greatest ground game. But she's gotten very good with her ground. Her wrestling's good. Her ground and pound down when she, she gets on top of people. It's good. Uh, Lipsky is... She's just fun to watch. Okay, John. Does she, does, no, does, doesn't she? She reminds me of the, what's the actress that plays Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, or something like that. Oh. That's the person she always reminds me of. She's she's a gorgeous person, but she can fight. Yeah. So this is going to be one of those. Uh, really, who's the one that is able to at times take it down? JJ likes to stand and bang. I think that Ariana likes to be on the ground more. She needs to get this fight more to the ground in. in at times, not always, but at times just to slow J.J. down. But it's a good matchup. Should be fun. Definitely going to be um, definitely be a looker. <laughs> oh, look at you slide that one yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next, Dave. All right, uh, next story. Um, UFC and ESPN announced that their pay-per-view prices. Okay, I'm not happy with this. Increasing. <laughs> They're going to be going up to $75. Well, quickly, we'd like to talk about one of our favorite sponsors, Fume, which is an incredible product that can help you break some bad habits or help a friend that you know who's a smoker, a vapor, someone that does something that you know is not healthy for them, they can take this, this beautiful prominent made by Fume. You would insert the essential oil cores into it, and you can 
beat down the habit of smoking or vaping and do something that is healthy for you. You can do this on a plane, on a bus, in a car. It will not affect anyone else. The year 2022 is the year for people to start getting healthy, getting back in shape and feeling better about the way they feel, the way they look and who they are as a person. So I want you if you are a smoker or a vapor, or if you know somebody that smokes or vapes, I want you to go to Breathe Fume, and Fume is F-U-M, take that E and get rid of it, Breathe Fume slash Weighing In, go there, and you can take and get one of these prominence and one of the Essential Cores. The Essential Cores has got all kinds of great flavors, peppermint, cinnamon, eucalyptus. They even have a holiday pack where they'll do candy canes and eggnogs. They're all something that when you breathe it in, it feels good. It gets into your sinuses. It opens you up, and you get that same effect if you're a smoker of that hand-to-mouth habit that you are so used to. Go to Breathe Fume slash Weighing In. Use the 10% off promo code, and we hope that you have a healthy 2022. Sons of bitches. <clears throat> taking more money, man. What do you do? It's like everyone else isn't taking enough money. Oh, now you're going to, you know, you got to figure it's, just part of the part of the game. More money, seventy five dollars for a pay per view anymore. Holy, these got to make their money back, man. UFC started off at four fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> UFC's got or ESPN's got to make their money back. I don't give a damn about ESPN making their money back. <laughs> give a well, damn about is, keeping my money. They introduced the ESPN model and and then dropped. <clears throat> <clears throat> drop pay-per-view prices a little bit because of, you're paying for ESPN and now you're basically back to where you were before. Oh, yeah. It's just a matter of time before they say, okay, that's enough. <clears throat> we are we are going to get you. We're going to get you. 75. It's going to look. It'll go up in a couple of years. It'll go up again. I think that they should have they should have um, prices based around the type of main event. You know, I mean, like if you have the Floyd Mayweather and Canelo, or not Canelo, but uh, yeah, no, no. even if we said Canelo, okay, it's ninety ninety nine dollars or whatever with the McGregor fight too. What was a hundred bucks, right? Something like that. That's a fight that it sparks so much interest. They knew people were going to pay for it. Not every UFC pay per view is a seventy four dollar pay per view. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I'm just being honest. Well, but, that's you know a lot of that is based upon sometimes the card changes. You know, the, yeah, your main event true. falls out or. You had multiples as far as championship fights, and some of them fall out, and so it happens. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't blame them. I can't say that. I just don't like being the person paying it. Yeah. Does, does the price increase for pay-per-view affect, like, does the fighters tend, like, would that affect, like, fighters' negotiation for, for getting paid more on pay-per-view? No. No. <clears throat> you negotiate based off of... <clears throat> You're negotiating like, based upon the the buys. So in reality, you would think it's a possibility that you'll actually get less buys. Yeah. Because people are going, I'm not going to pay that. Yeah. So like Dave, let me explain to you. <clears throat> Is that a hundred? Let's say you're for seventy five to a hundred pay per view. You have to hit seventy five thousand to a hundred pay per view buys. Hundred thousand. Yeah, hundred thousand. Uh, I've heard as low as seventy five though. Um, and once you hit, once they hit that number, you start getting paid a percentage of your negotiated value. Say, say you're guaranteed three dollars per pay per view. Well, for the first set from seventy five to a hundred, you're getting like a dollar of it. 
And then after that, you're getting like a dollar. After you after you get to 150,000 pay per view, dollar fifty, two dollars, two fifty, three dollars, two hundred, yeah, two dollars, depending so, upon how many. It's based off of how many buys you get is what, and then levels to that is like you know Connor would say there's levels to this game. You need to have you need to have levels. You need to go 100 to 150, 150 to 200, and then you're probably your negotiated value goes up every time they hit that marker. So it, it like your John was saying, potentially you're gonna make less because they cost so much, unless people will buy it. Yep. Then they have a great card. It's gonna sell. Yeah. And they have like what Josh is saying, not every card is great. And then you might have the ones people decide that's the one I'm gonna avoid. And it's really you take a look, it's only it's really five dollars more. Five dollars <laughs> per pay per view more. That's, that's what it is. Well but here's someone's gonna hold another pay per view per year though at sixty bucks a year. Yeah, exactly. And this is where people get certain numbers. It's like gym memberships, you know, nineteen ninety nine. People have no problem taking a $20 bill and you know, yeah. losing it. It's okay for the most part. But when you start to say 39 ooh, big difference in there. Eh, I'm not going to do that. And it's just the difference of even 25 You go 1999 to $25. The, all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, that's, that's a little too much. Mentally, people have this thing about you know certain number points and and what they're willing to pay. And there, there comes that point where they go, I'm not willing to pay it. So. Yeah. Yeah, seventy four is a it's a that's steep, man. That's yeah. Steep. I think uh, for some reason I I think like when I start thinking of thing, I think sixty nine. Sixty nine is kind of like the limit, you know. For a while, it was forty nine was the limit, and then it bumped up to fifty nine. Well, there was a, you, you know, just I take a, if you're if you're a big you you know UFC fan, you love MMA, and you want to watch all those pay per views. You're talking about a thousand dollars or so a year. You know, that's a lot. Yeah, not a lot of people have that extra spending cash around. Because what you got to figure, you got to buy the ESP, ESPN, which is what six dollars now or six. I don't know. I think it was it was four something. When it I was. Bought. Yeah, it's four ninety nine. Yeah, but isn't it more now? Six ninety nine. Mm, I don't know. I'm still on my I'm still on my original contract with them. I'm so glad you're on your original contract. Four ninety nine. So I think it's like it's going up for you six ninety nine. So you take a look. Okay, that's you know for the twelve months you're paying that. And then for all these, it's a it's going to come out to about a thousand dollars. It's a lot. If you bundle it with Disney and Hulu, it's like thirteen dollars. First off, I'm not bundling anything. Okay, <laughs> you can bundle this. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking candy ass. <laughs> oh, this guy. All right, next Dave. All right, um, next story. Tyson Fury um, says he would like to have a boxing match against Francis Ngannou. And no shit, he would. <laughs> So in the midst of all, you know, talking shit about Jake Paul and not being a real boxer, he's calling out, well, not calling out, but he's, he says he's open to having a, the fight and he said he would yeah. do it in UFC gloves. Yeah, see, that to me, John, changes the game. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. John, John, let me educate you. Okay? Are you please please <laughs> do. Let me educate yeah. you on this Let me situation. educate you on some boxing. Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury will not be able to, like, he won't be able to cover like he does with the bigger gloves. It's going to be a I, look, I'm not saying that Ngannou's going to win. <laughs> I was all I'm going to say I'm is not okay. Saying he's gonna win. All, all I'm, I'm going to say is this. Okay, Josh. You for get a better Francis Ngannou and I'll take Tyson Fury in this fight. We'll see who's going to I would actually who. I would actually take I would actually okay, take Ngannou. Okay, good. I would take it. I would good. take him. You take him. So when if this ever happens, yeah. you get Francis and I'll take Tyson. 
Yeah, there's got to be a, a time limit though on when this fight's gonna. What do you happen, mean? Though. There's no time I don't limit. want them. To, I don't want them to be both forty years old. Well, okay, I don't fight. Know. I'm not betting within the next yet. five years. Yeah, no, it's, it's a bet. Three, three years. It's a thousand dollar bet. Three years. Three years, thousand dollar bet. I'll, I'll give you a thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. I'll take Francis straight up. I'm a huge Tyson Fury fan. I'm what my point is. It he, he is. Tyson, if it was just like with boxing gloves, I would uh, Tyson all day long. MMA gloves change, <laughs> don't care. Just changes I don't it a care little what bit. The gloves are. No. All right, <clears throat> stop. I want you to think about this. And and this is where people lose their perception of things. <sighs> Francis has got power. No doubt about it. Do you not do you think that he's got more power than Deontay Wilder's right hand? Do you no, actually I don't think so? Okay, I don't think so. and no. and what have you seen with Tyson Fury against Deontay Wilder, who is a boxer? Mm-hmm. Okay, do you think Francis can box better than Deontay Wilder? No, 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 not even close. I get what you're saying. I, okay, I, I, I'm following you, I, John. I'm following you in that direction. I get you, but when I you love put Francis, MMA and I don't on, want to see him do this fight because when you, he can't win this fight. Tyson Fury is too good of a boxer. And understands the game too much for Francis to be effective. I'm not saying Francis can't hit him with a shot and put him down, but he'll get back up. It's not like Francis gets to jump on him and hammer fist the fuck out of him. Okay? He has to walk away and let a referee come in and start doing a count. That makes a huge difference in this, too. And so it's just everything goes against Francis. I got. I get, I get what you're saying. I do, I do. But when you got the power that he has, which I agree with you, he probably doesn't have as much power as uh, Wilder. But those MMA gloves, John, they do change the game. It, they, it, those shots will defensively, sneak through. Defensively, I admit you cannot parry things the same way, and you do accept more shots that slide through compared to being, you know, deflected off. It's not going to cause Tyson Fury any problems. He's a very good defensive boxer. I understand that, but <laughs> but boxers, but boxers don't quite. We've seen it in the triad situation, right? Those guys, they don't, un, they don't quite understand, or they haven't. Hold on, you, but you're, you're, make, you're making a big mistake. The triad thing allows other rules. This wouldn't. Yeah. This is boxing rules with gloves. That's the only, the only difference. But you don't know the rules yet. They're talking <laughs> about UFC rules, by the way, or UFC gloves. No, they, they, were, they even brought up UFC rules. Yeah, they're both they're both talking shit. They're both, they're both blowing smoke in that situation. But look, yeah. I think that if if it was, like I understand in the trial situation, it, there are a little bit different rules. We don't know what the rule set is for this. It might be dirty boxing and clinching. That may but that might may not favor things. him either. That may not no. favor him either. No, the no, no, King no, might that... be better at that also. <laughs> <laughs> The Gypsy King might be the the true Gypsy. He might be really nasty and dirty in that situation. Um, but I I really believe that understanding what it's like to get hit with MMA gloves is something that's going to take some time for Tyson Fury. No, learning how to like block and defend, you know. And but he's already be been working defensive. out with. He works out with MMA gloves all the time. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's good. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. This, I'm still leaning towards Francis. Okay, you do that. Thousand bucks, <laughs> three years. We're good. We're on. Oh, Dave, mark the date. John, three years. How does, but let's talk. But John, how does this fight happen, though? How does yeah, it happen? Well, the only way it happens is well, one of two ways. You know, Francis does fight out his uh, contract and and walks away from the UFC, 
and either goes to a boxing promotion and starts boxing or goes to an MMA promotion that allows him to box and you could see it happening or the, you know, the, the UFC looks at it and he re-signs with the UFC and they look at it like this could be a big money, ba- you know, maker like the, you know, Connor versus Mayweather and they can get a giant chunk of money. And so they would say, all right, we'll allow this. And they allow yeah. Francis to go and do it. That's your two ways. Other than that, don't see it. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, if Francis I, I, beats gone mm-hmm. and then gets, you know, another couple wins as the heavyweight champion and takes Stipe's title defense record away and becomes like this now all of a sudden very marketable guy that they're really pushing and stuff and Tyson continues to win and becomes especially the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world as far as he gets all the belts from all the different you know alphabet soup organizations out there you possibly see it yeah. with the ufc involved hmm. possible hmm. anything's possible yeah i mean i want to see him leave to a promotion that may allow it i mean I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, you're, you're being thing. a homer right to. there. No, he doesn't need to. But he doesn't need to. Here's the thing: he can go and get this fight right after he leaves, and then he can sign with any MMA promotion he wants. Sure. So if he leaves the UFC right on a, being a free agent, he can go and sign this fight on his own through some lawyers and through his own promote or through his own manager, take all the money, and then he can go sign with an MMA promotion right back yeah. after that. <clears throat> You know, so, I mean, that's, he can do that as well. There are things that come with being part of the UFC's machinery, though. Mm-hmm. And look, if there's one thing, we, and you know it, I know it, they do an incredible job of marketing the people they want to market. And when they yeah. put dollars behind those people, those people's presence in the media, in in just the public's eyes, everything, they, they start to just, just, climbing so i'm not saying the ufc has not put money behind francis Ngano and has not put time and effort into marketing him but could they do more sure they could yeah, yeah, absolutely. they absolutely could yeah they did the same thing with stipe though they didn't really show him any love no you know yeah they have so. they, they never they, you know, they've done some things but they've done you know what is i don't know not not they haven't gone above and beyond with him Interesting. Uh, next. All right. <clears throat> Let's get into this uh, other title fight that was also announced, um, and it's booked for March at UFC 272, and it's Aljamain <laughs> versus Yan. Do we think Once it's going to happen this time? <laughs> what do you mean? What is it, what's going to happen this time? No, do you think it's going to happen? Yeah, I think it's going to happen. <clears throat> I think it's going to happen. I, I think Aljo is you know, he's in the position. He, he knows that this fight has got to go through. You know, I hope his neck is... Uh, healed up the way it's supposed to be so he gives his best performance he's got a guy that wants to tear his head off which is okay there's nothing wrong with that you know that's that's part of the fight game but there's definitely some bad blood oh my god this thing is elevated i love it i think it's great first off aljamain he's he he wants it that way he's pushing that you know he's called him a cheater says he uses steroids done all those things he's just everything that you can do, Al Jermaine has has tried to push, and in in uh, Piotr's just uh, you know his where he comes from, who he is. This is not funny. He does 
he does not appreciate it and he wants to make him pay for everything that he's saying. So it makes it good. That's why I want, you know, are you going to watch? Of course. He's out there right now with Fazeev and Yaroslav Amosov. They're all yes. out there at Tiger. Uh, Tiger yes, he's, a, he's in Muay uh, Tiger Muay Thai in Thailand. In Thailand. That's, yep. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, they're all together training. There's a couple of studs that were in there with them as well. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, this is going to be one of those fights that I'm just waiting, waiting to see. But, I mean, John, <laughs> I don't know if getting underneath his skin let, is a good thing. Let me it's, just say this. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, those it's, it's, these like there's things that you know, and this is what happens when you have someone like a Piotr Jan and he's he's always fighting the very best guys for the most part. He comes in uh you know out of a- ACB, you know, he was the guy uh he was their champion. He comes to the UFC. He goes through the people that they put in front of him and he walks through all of them and he gets the title when he, you know it's the chance against Aldo for the vacant title. And so now you look and it's like, you know, it's hard as the champion. And we said it so many times, you've got the target on your back and it's hard for you to put a target on other people. This one ain't hard for him. This one is one that he wants. This is one that he's, when you talk about being motivated for a fight, this is him being motivated for a fight. And so Aljamain is going to get the very best Piotr Young you've seen, and hopefully Aljamain is going to be the very best that we've seen. No, I, I do. You, I feel like the excuses are kind of lining up already, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was like, oh, you know, <clears throat> Aljo had posted some videos of him training. Oh, first sparring session, you know, neck a little tight, you know, everything's a little slower. It's like already kind of lining up some of it. But I mean, I understand. It's like well, he already he already tried to put out the the part that I looked at and said, "Stop." Was he he said, you know, "Oh, you know, my fight with Corey Sanhagen, that was actually for the championship. That should have been for the championship, not the Jan versus uh uh say uh Aldo fight. That should never have been that. So I should have been the champion already even before I got it." What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. man. I mean, he's a talker. Oh, he's a talker. That's one thing about it. He's a talker. So he's, he's uh, but he can fight. Here's the thing. Is, oh, oh, he, he can. can he's good. He can fight. He's good. He can fight. That's right. Uh, I, I like to cattle prod him a little bit, you know, because of the, the situation that all came about and stuff. But <laughs> but look, look, when it comes to March, we're going to find out what is it. I don't know what the date is, March something. But we're going to find out exactly who the best fighter is. Yep. You know, I, I think majority of us believe it's Peter Yawn. But. We're going to actually find out. That's why we fight It's going to be, I think the thing it's going to show is, and, and it's like you said, Aljamain can have, you know, whatever he wants to say, it's okay. He, he doesn't like us. Okay. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> it doesn't bother me in the least. Yeah. But when you look at what the odds are going to be in this fight, stand by. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have an interim champion probably <clears throat> at two to three to one over the current champion. Mm-hmm. That says everything about how many people believe Peter Yan's going to win that fight. Yeah, especially coming off of a serious neck uh, surgery. Gambler, gambler, you know, gambling people and bookies, they don't give a shit who wins. You know, They give a shit about making money, and so they've got to put the odds in a position where people will bite. You know, and it's gonna not, it's not gonna be easy getting a lot of you'll get Aljo's friends to bite on it, but you're not gonna get you know people to easily bite on the fact that Aljo 
is, you know, in a position that he he should be at a close odds with Jan. I just don't see it happening. I think you're going to see a big spread in it. I'm telling you guys now, if you guys are Aljo's friends, don't bet on him. (laughs) No, I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm just saying don't let your emotions get in the way because I don't bet on my friends. Like guys that I, I, even when I knew Cain Velasquez is going to win this fight, for sure he's going to win this fight. I didn't bet on him. I was like, there's no way that Kane's going to lose to Czech Congo. Just, I'm like, there's no way. He got dropped three times in that fucking fight. You should have seen. Like, had I put money down on Kane, I would have flipped the fuck out every time he got dropped. <laughs> Kane ended up dominating the rest of the fight. But, yeah. like, he got dropped in that fight three times. Yeah. I, was, I was shitting myself. Like, and I didn't even have money on it. Yeah, that's his friendship. <laughs> yeah, just my friendship on it. But I was freaking out. Anyways, they don't. If you're friends with people and you're close friends with them, don't bet on your friends. It's it's already nerve wracking enough <laughs> to watch them fight. It's it's the worst when you got money on it. So, but overall, like, and that's no. I'm not trying to take a dig. I'm not trying to take a dig at Aljo. Just don't. I just don't. Don't let your heart and your emotions get in there. You know, and start pulling on the heartstrings a little bit. <laughs> it's horrible to watch your friends fight. Um, you guys saw me like shit. Remember when uh, Khabib fought? Um, Justin Gaethje, I was a fucking wreck, John. I was, like, I was bouncing around in my seat, like, "What are you doing? Shoot the fucking takedown!" I was freaking out. Anyways, uh, all right, what else we got there for us, Dave? All right, let's get into this next one. Um, did you guys see the video of Jake Paul throwing the kicks? <laughs> You're such a yes, <laughs> I did. But here, Not here's all. my thing. Okay, go ahead. You can show it. Yep. Go ahead. Boom. Oh, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast Dave is throwing sound effects and boom. (laughs) Boom. You know, this. here's my one question because it didn't make sense to me. I saw that he put it out there. First day training kicks, you know, doubted every step of the way, all that stuff. But, you know, kicking down the door of doubters. And it was placed from Miami, Florida. That gym he's in is in. Hollywood, California, because that's unbreakable. That's Jay Glazer's gym that he's throwing kicks. So that had to be filmed long ago. It's not filmed recently. He just put I mean, it out there. He could have could have came to L.A. for something. Oh, shut like, up. I'm just throwing up. <laughs> Whatever. He could have. He could have. I'm going to call Jay and say, hey, man, was fucking Jake Paul. Yeah, right. <laughs> Your fucking place recently. I mean, Last week you were sticking up for for Jake Paul. No. I'm not. I'm just saying. I, I, <laughs> no, this week not, you're shitting on him. Come on, I'm dog. not shitting on him. He's throwing. He's you know throwing kicks. That's great. I like you know. Uh, it's great to see. But to sit there, I'm just questioning. I know where that gym's at, and I know where even the actual you know Instagram post or tweet came out saying it was Miami, Florida. Yeah. So doesn't make sense to me. It could have been a couple of days before. Who knows? Jesus, boy, you but are it's, a it's, it's Well, look, guys, it's a four-second like, clip. You're like pudding. <laughs> it's a four-second clip. Like, yeah. what are you taking from four-second clips? The other thing, too. So he kicked a kick shield. All right, cool. Like, they didn't look very good. They're very stiff. This has got a, such a wide stance. This is not boxing. Like, it, it's, it didn't it's, that didn't flow as one or two kicks. I mean, like, I'm not taking much from this. Cool, your training kicks. That's great. You got a couple more years to go, buddy. Like, it's – but, look, I, I, I like to pat him on the back a little bit here and there because he does – he knows the media game. He understands Boy, social media. 
he he will say and do whatever the fuck to get people interested. And that's, you know, some people have moral compasses. These brothers don't when it comes to the social media game, you know, and they will just go ahead and keep doing what they're doing to build it up. And I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant on their part. And I mean, this is like right up podcast Dave's alley. Like this type of shit. <laughs> he's <laughs> loving it. Um, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's tagged Bellator and PFL. Um, I think because he understands that you, like, he's not going to go to the UFC. I mean, he, <laughs> I, I think my personal opinion is that, like, he's not, yeah, he's not going to go to the UFC. UFC's going to, they're going to throw him to the wolves right off the bat if he signs a contract with them. Right off. The <laughs> Are bat. you kidding? Dana would want to just Get have someone just, just murk him. <laughs> he would I mean, want to just, just, uh, he want him embarrassed. John. He would go he had, into that. He would go into the other fighter's room and say, hey, here is going to be an extra $500,000 if you can do this to him. And here's yeah. an extra. <laughs> he would do it. Well, he'd have to fight at 185 against people his size. Oh, I know. That's yeah. the thing. I oh, mean, yeah, he'd yeah. be in trouble. You put him against who? Like like Robert Whitaker? Whitaker. You know? Um, Jared Cannonier. Paul Acosta. Yeah, Paul Acosta. <sighs> Marvin Vittori. Ooh. Marvin's already gone out saying he wanted to, to spar with him. Yeah. So. I think him and Paul Acosta would be a fun fight. Because Paul Acosta is probably not going to try to take him down. He's going to stand with him. You know? I know. I know. I'm like, we're not, you're not taking him all the way up to Izzy. You know? And I don't even know if I'd take him all the way up to Robert Whitaker. How about Kelvin Gastelum? Yeah. That would be a good one. There you go. I like him. Or, or I can go with Darren Till. I can go with Darren nope. Till. No, 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 uh, no. I, I go with Kelvin. Kelvin, got Kelvin it. fight makes sense. Yeah. Kelvin's, Kelvin's not a big. He's not a big eighty-five pounder either. No, no, not a big guy. That makes got sense. good wrestling though. Yeah, he's got decent submission game, and he's definitely got you know some pop in his hands, and he will he will stand there and throw. That's a, yeah, that would be fun. That's a good fight. That's a good fight. Kelvin, I'm I'm, I'm going to try to make you money here, push the fight, and, and push <laughs> yeah. Dana to give you incentives. <laughs> Let's go, Calvin Gaslam. Let's go. Woo! Um, yeah, I'm not taking much from a four second clip on one or two kicks. No, you know? it looks stiff. You look rigid. It's like okay, you you're, you're you got one or two kicks in. Okay, good. Hey, well, but you're doing your job, man. You're pumping, pumping yourself Practice. up. I love it. I love it. All right, no, next. All right, last one. Um, Sirogan said he dropped Francis in sparring, and he will release <laughs> the footage. He says he will release oh, the footage. God. So. Uh, in the spirit of fun footage, um, Francis uh, Egg Ciro says he has some. <laughs> he may have him, but I'm. T- I don't. There, there's certain things that you know are just. It's not written. It's code. It's you don't talk about what happens in the training room because it's just training, and a lot of things happen. And I've seen world champions destroyed. By people that are nothing in the you know outside of the gym, I've seen guys that are you know top flight UFC fighters absolutely worked on the mat by people. Okay, it's not the fight; it doesn't matter. It's training, and there's going to be moments where you are the best person in the gym that day. And there's going to be moments where you're probably the worst person in the gym that day. And it's just that you have this title thing off to the side or something. It doesn't matter. The fight will prove who's the best fighter. The gym doesn't prove anything. 
go back to this is the easiest way you know to try to get you to understand it go back to remember the ultimate fighter when it first started you could pick the same guy to fight multiple times yeah okay and if you go back to the ultimate fighter 2 it was i want to say they they had him at welterweights and heavyweights and because they had uh it was the only time they had matt hughes was a coach and rich franklin was the coach who were kind of teammates anyway so and then we're going to fight each other but Rashad Evans was in that ultimate fighter as a heavyweight the smallest heavyweight by far and when they used to do the the training thing the day before you know but the day before they put him in the house or they would put him in the house and then do a training day and let the coaches then pick off of what they saw in the training Rashad was the last guy picked in the heavyweights Okay, they thought that he was lazy. They thought that he didn't have much for skill, all this stuff. And so the first person picked to fight in the heavyweights when Matt Hughes, who did not have Rashad, Rich did, Matt Hughes was going to pick. The first person he picked, we're going to fight Rashad Evans. And Rashad Evans comes out and wins. Mm -hmm. And then the next time that the heavyweights are going to fight, Matt's got the pick. He picks Rashad Evans. (laughs) Because he kept going back saying, I, I watched this guy in the gym. In the gym, it doesn't matter. It's what they do against the lights. The guy that, that Matt Hughes had on his team you know, was someone that Mike Whitehead, he was one of the, the guys that everyone expected to be one of the winners. You know, Keith Jardine was in there. Mike Whitehead is a monster in the gym. He demolishes everyone. But when you put him under the lights can't perform the same way while Rashad Evans tended to shine under the lights. And, and this is what you need to understand. I'm not saying that Cyril gone doesn't shine under the lights. He does. He's a fantastic fighter, but it doesn't matter what happens in the training room. It's training. And some days it's a good day for you. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's you've been training all, you know, for the last two hours in walks, this guy, you guys do some sparring and he looks better than you. Okay, it happens. But this is not the thing. And, and and I will just say, for Ferdinand Lopez, the coach, shame on you, dude. You don't get into this crap. Yes, Cyril's your guy and Francis is no longer. And that's all you say is, hey, I'll tell you what. I've seen him fight. I've seen him, I've seen him train. I guarantee you Cyril Gunn's going to win. Go ahead. That's your job as the coach. But for you to try to bring up, oh, this is what happened and stuff like that, week yeah <clears throat> we've talked about training plenty of times but you just brought up mike whitehead man i mean like he wrestled at north idaho college where i wrestled at yeah. and you know he's he's friend really good friends with my, one of my best friends trevor prangley and they wrestled together and trained together he's a monster like for, for yeah he was a monster in the gym everyone then he went to militich's was there he was with all those guys when they were heavyweights there tim sylvia uh, he would destroy tim sylvia in the fucking mat room in, he would kill him then you get him, you get him in the bright lights, like everyone. Talked in bright about. lights, Tim Sylvia whip his ass. Yeah, he just couldn't, and just he couldn't turn the switch. He just froze up, you know. And he was someone he could wrestle the dickens out of everybody. Yep. When it came fight night, with the lights on and in their crowd, there just wasn't the same fighter. Yep. And that happens now. Cyril Gon doesn't have that problem. He can no. perform under the bright lights, but <clears throat> it's not the same as it was in training. You know, the the bright lights maybe affect you just a tiny bit. Maybe they don't. But the ability when you're doing, like, remember, when you're sparring in the gym, you're very rarely are you sparring with little gloves on. 
So t- taking those shots in training are usually with 16 ounce gloves. Okay, so there's that. You're also wearing shin pads. And you know, you're also pads. wearing elbow pads. You're probably also wearing knee pads. You know, it's like you've got headgear on. Everything is different. Okay, your peripheral vision is not the same. Okay, uh, who was sparring what? I talked about this last week. Did did Francis already go three or four rounds with you know the top guys in the gym? While Cyril Gone maybe came late and warm and was still warming up and decided to use Francis as his first round or his second round. You know what I mean? Like it really th- those things play a factor. I've had guys come in. We call them wall heroes. They come in. You know, they're they're maybe they're amateurs or they're you know or they're. Or, or they're maybe like in the in the lower level, uh, bigger promotions. Like say they're in the, you know, King of the Cage or something like that. They're they're top guys in those. But they come in, and then they spar one round. They take two rounds off. They spar one round. Take two rounds off. Th- those are guys we call wall heroes. They sit they want to look good. For, yeah, they sit against the wall for two rounds, and then they come in. They spar with you. Go hard after you just went two rounds. You know, let's say Kane went. You know, one round with Paul Bonatello. Then he went one round with, you know, Mike Kyle. So he went in with two good guys and had two hard rounds. While I'm, I'm, this never happened, but I'm just saying, like, and then DC sat out, sat out for two rounds and then came back in and then went one hard round with Kane after he just went two rounds with two top guys. That's what happens. And that never happened in with between the guys. So make sure that's clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to make sure that's clear. But that's, that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. You, there's, there's fighters that come in that are extremely talented, but they sit against the wall for a couple of rounds and they come in and they go hard. That it could, you don't know what the situation was provided, you know. I mean, maybe he was the last round, you know, of Francis Ngano's five round sparring session. Maybe he was the last round, and he was still fresh. That happens as well. There's so many different avenues on how you could do this. Maybe Francis hit mitts, you know, for five rounds, and then he came in, and then maybe just maybe two rounds of grappling before before Cyril Gone even came in, you know, to the gym. Then they got warmed up and then they worked a little bit. You never know what the situation could be was provided that day. Yep. So let's not read too much into that. But here's the thing. All of this, is it getting to, is it playing to your favor? Because here, if you go out there and things don't start going well, mentally that fucks with you because you're like, oh, I was doing this to him in training. Oh, I did this. You've now you're planting the seed in your own mind by releasing video footage or talking about doing it or oh, I dropped him in training. Now, if it's not the same as it was in training, John, it starts fucking with you mentally. Oh yeah, like you're like, damn, he's gotten better. Like Breaks I was you down dominating. Faster. Yeah, I was dominating him before. Now it's not the same. No shit, is not the same. This ain't practice, dog. This ain't practice, <laughs> homie. You know what I mean? So that, and then the other thing, your coach, your coach is like, well, now, now he's he's dug a hole, and he's you know he and now he's trying to figure out how do I get out of this thing because he's part of it too, which is not good. No, this is like, a coach should pump up his fighter all he wants. Go ahead. No problem. Don't start talking about the other fighter. Yeah. Don't. Because you're not the guy having to go into the cage to have to deal with that other fighter. Yeah. Don't. It's just not. Pump up your guy. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. I agree with you. All right. Well, hey, let's, uh, we're going to wrap this up. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wayne in. Okay. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wayne in. Use that promo code and still end. You guys pick up one of our shirts, post a picture, tag us in it. We will retweet, repost, do all those things. Uh, we want to thank you guys for continuing to support us. It is 2022, John. We are pumped. We got the fights about to start. I am a- so excited. To see the cater. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming this weekend. You guys, we didn't talk about that fight. We didn't break down that card. Do you want to know why? We will. We're going to do that on Tuesday. And so we will let you guys. Anyways, it drops on Wednesday, but we do it on Tuesday. <laughs> so, but uh, 
Hopefully you guys enjoyed this show and it's um we're trying to keep you guys entertained throughout the holidays. I felt like we did a pretty damn good job because I read the comments, believe it or not, I still read them. I don't post on them now, okay? Cuz uh Dave does it enough to insult us all. Uh he's got like 16 <laughs> uh bat accounts, you know, like Batman oh. accounts are all in the back. And so he's constantly in there. I wouldn't even know how trash. to do that. I don't either. <laughs> I, I don't even know how like I had a I had a an account. I have one. But it had a name on there, right? It, it said something on there. And I, I wanted to get rid of that. I don't even know how to get rid of the name on there. I had to, so it's stuck now. And I'm like, damn it. How do I get rid of this name? And it's, it's, it was like, it was like, see, it was, it still had my real name, Josh Thompson, but it had like this thing on that said, see my journey. Cause we originally started and I originally started the YouTube channel. I wanted it to, I wanted to like post more videos about like, you know, day to day activities and what I was doing, working out, running at the track, fitness stuff, you know, for the gym, for my own gym. Yeah. And it just never came about. And, um, but now I can't get rid of that fucking narrow little area <laughs> in there. I don't know how to do it. Speaking so of Batman accounts, Batman accounts. Yeah. You, what do you, what do you have you're, one? You're, you're accusing me of it. And here, you're, here you are. No, no, it, that you but have no, one. It's, it's still, no, it's he's still accusing had, you of 15. He's accusing himself of one. <laughs> yeah. But mine, mine still had my name on there. It still said Josh Thompson, see my journey on it. It still has said my real name. You, you, I, I know. Is that Josh Thompson with a P or not a P? Oh, oh, there he goes, man. He's going after you now. No, it's it's without a P because that's how real Scottish people spell it. <laughs> <laughs> Since it is a Scottish name, my friend. All right. Uh, I thought you would know that. I mean, but you know, you're probably second tier Scottish. We'll you're not even Scottish. Oh. That's an American citizen right there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Congratulations. We, did we talk about this already? Yeah, we, we did. We did. We did. All right. Yeah. See, I, see, my memory's gone, John. My memory yeah, gone. We don't even talk about your memory, dude. Oh yeah, it's, it's, we'll be here all day, huh? What you say? We'll forget about it. Uh, also, go to our YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button on our weighing in extras as well. There's a link down below in our main channel that will take you to our weighing in extras, uh, and then you guys can subscribe to both of them for our weighing interjection show that we do specifically for the weighing in extras channel. Um, also, all of our audio platforms: Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, all of those. Well, thank you guys for supporting us. And John, take us off, buddy. Uh, the only thing to everyone out there: yes, it is coming. Fights coming up on Saturday. It's going to be awesome, and we will get some good stuff for you on Tuesday. I think we're going to even have some uh, someone to talk to a little bit. We're going to try doing a little bit of interviews on Tuesday every now and then. So that's coming your way. And for this one, we're signing off because we will see you.